Hi guys, it's Graham here from the podcast. Just before the podcast starts, I just want to let you know what we think. So we really appreciate every single listen that we get and we, we're doing our best. You never ever charge for anything. But we have signed up over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. So there's no subscription. It's a one-time thing. You can do it at your leisure. But basically, if you want, you can gift us the price of a cup of coffee. So if you would buy us a cup of coffee, for, for listening to the podcast it's a way to do it now we would never no not a case we would never but we, we're trying our best never not demonetize but there is running costs obviously there's time there's one to help guys to give up a lot of their free time and stuff they get better mics and better quality stuff and have more time to put out better quality content now listen if you don't want to do that that is more than okay honestly we hope that you just keep enjoying the free content and and just supporting the podcast for your lessons because it really does help. We absolutely love doing it and we appreciate every lesson, every bit of feedback and everything going. So if you want, you'll find the link on our Twitter. It's pinned or on our link tree. It should be in there too. So it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. Thank you and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Everton Army podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Revan Paul. And we're going to talk through our disappointing loss to Fulham this evening in the quarterfinal of the Carabao Cup. Um, it's a very, very flat game. Um, we didn't turn up tonight at all, but we'll we'll start with the penalties because that's ultimately where it went wrong. Um, I mean, there's a couple of things that went wrong, but that's where we went out. That's the decisive moment. So the, the penalties, first of all, Rev, as you said before me, before we came on air, you know, Beto um, got the balls to come up and take the first penalty and he, he looked like he was going to score. Uh, um, well, first and foremost, yeah, I think um, I, I like that he kind of took that responsibility. It's like, this is my job. I'm a goal scorer. I'm a centre forward. I'm going to take the first one. Um, yeah. And I think in, in, in a penalty shootout, that is, you know, cojones to match the appendage of Dwight McNeil. Yeah. Um, that is, uh, you know, fair play to the man. Um, yeah. And I would like to say that out of the, how many, was it eight penalties in the mm. end? Yeah. Out of the eight, six of them were absolutely textbook. Like, I playing goal, I've played in goal all my life. They're unsavable then. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Those, like, um, I always used to say to, to anyone taking a penalty, hard, low, and as far into the corners you can get it. They're impossible. Yeah. They're, they're just mm. uh, or, or up top if you're feeling brave. Yeah. Um, but the main thing is power. Get power, get your head over the ball and absolutely drive your laces through it. And mm. there was some penalties to like 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 James Tarkowski, you saw that one coming. That was a thunderbolt. Yeah. That um, Dan Buma, cool as a cucumber, Betos was beautiful. Jimmy yeah. Garner. Um I thought that like Michael Keane, that, that man's got one through left foot. Um, there's obviously a couple of names I'm omitting here, and um, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go too heavily in on Onana as much as I want to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to use logic over feeling. Yeah. Um, but what I'll, I will save, say, I'll save going in hard for me then, because I'm I'm ready for it. Like I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm just I, I'm I'm just gonna like pull the string out the back of you two and and then watch it go. <laughs> um, I. What I will say is, is we are not that football club. We are not the football club of that. We are, especially under Dice, do you know what I mean? And we are the football club of let's do things properly and no messing around. And I honestly think the lad at the, at the, the front page of the Echo 
printed in his in his mind before he even put the ball down, and yeah. and that shows a lot of naivety. And it's and it's if he like I think you said before he's got aspirations. Well, that's a big old learning curve, and and I'm not in the kind of sell him, shoot him, throw him in the maze. He kind of you know, no no. <laughs> Um, he's he's still a very good footballer, but he is learning. Um, and I, like I, I saw someone briefly before I jumped on on Twitter saying he should never been allowed to take the penalty. Blah 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 blah. Well, I, I've got to say I don't think whoever said that was probably played in a competitive penalty shootout. Anyone who's got the stones to go, I'll have one, and this is where I'll go in the list. That's where mm. they're going. Do you know what I mean? Not, I don't think anyone in their right mind they go. No, 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 not you. Um, that's that's not good leadership either. Um, yeah, I think what what he needs to learn. Because if he has got aspirations of being a leader of a of a football team, of a you know a club captain or whatever, you mm. need to learn what you're not good at. All of the best leaders in the world know what they're not good at and have people around them that yeah. are good at those things. Mm. Um, and but honestly, like we were one kick of a ball away from being in a semi final from a club that is silverware starved, and and. I'm not saying it's all his fault, but it's all his fault. I hate him. <laughs> and, um, I, I would sell him tomorrow morning. No, yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, though, I think the lad needs to just go and, like, he needs to go and watch Howard's way or have a word with Peter Reid or something. <laughs> someone, someone just needs to say to him, listen, that's, oh, that's it. you're at the wrong club for that. That's none of that mm. nonsense. Like, honestly, it was like, it, it, like, the kind of stuff that yeah. I used to go in week in, week out in goalkeeping training was was just those kind of drills of like just a ball to the side, ball to the side, ball to the side, rock and motion, blah blah blah. It was yep. pathetic. It was pathetic. On to you boys, tear them a new one. Yeah, well, the thing is, mate, you know, Pickford, as we said before, Pickford was close to every single penalty or most of them anyway. So he he was doing his bit, and and he clearly. Um, done his homework on the penalty sh- strikers as well because he knew which way to go for most of them. Um, so he'd been getting close, and you think, okay, well, there's, there's a save coming up here for Pickford. You, you're kind of expecting it almost because he is that good on shootouts, and we've seen it for England as well. Um, so he makes a really nice save, and then Onana steps up, as you said, one kick away, semi final coming up, and it's it's straight out the Kevin Morales Belgian school of idiocy. This. I mean, he steps up with a, such an arrogant attitude, fucking side foot it straight to the keeper. It's just a fucking pathetic penalty. I, I don't understand. For a lad who, who claims to be a leader and he's got this big personality and everything, where did. Because he seemed like a, a nice, humble guy. From what I've seen and the quotes he said during the week as well, he seems like this down to earth kind of guy. So where the fuck is that chip on his shoulder came from to think he's fucking Zidane in the penalties used out? I, I just don't understand that. It's it's well, fucking can I, madness. Go ahead, mate. Can I also add, if I, if I was Jordan Pickford stood on the edge of the 18-yard box watching that, I, I would be so I would be incandescent with rage that I'd just done all the hard work. I'd got close to a couple before. I'd psyched out Deco Dover-Reed and, and, and waited him out. Um, mm. He's cocky as well, Deco dover I, I don't like it when he comes to Goodison. I always think, oh, there's something in him. Um, yeah. And and, and, it, and to, to do the hard work and make a good save, like Leno didn't have to do anything, really. Do you know what I mean? Leno, like I think on uh, I think Garner's just hit the post outright. Um, I'm not even sure Leno got hand on it. Um, yeah. and and for that for that little Wayne Ben and P roller that that Onana saved him. That it's just yeah, it's not. It sits badly with me that there's that kind of that was the way yeah. that he went out. If, if, yeah. if he did, if he did it his all and it had gone over the bar or a lucky hand on it or whatever, then you go yeah, fair enough, but. Mm. 
Yeah, it's fucking pathetic. Mate. No, you're right. It's it's just a pathetic attempt. I mean, he could have fucking headed off the floor with more power. It's it's just a joke of a penalty. Like, Gay was always going to miss. We know that for a fact. Like, you, you could bet your house on that. But, Paul, my question to you is, mate, watching these penalties, I, I hate the way we decide one, two, three, four, five before the ball's even kicked. Why not wait till the situation and say, hang on, who's got the right mentality for this type of penalty? Because... Why the fuck was Onana ahead of James Garner in that situation when James Garner takes free kicks and corners all day? Mate, yeah, you're absolutely right. Do you know what, mate? It was weird, you know, because as he walked towards the spot, Goodison was... It it, it was like a movie scene, mate, for me when I was standing there. Literally, Mm. it took a little... It just went dead for us. It was like everything went into slow motion. I'm kidding, you know? And he was in fucking slow motion. Mm. And... there's a time and place for this, mate. And listen, we cannot. You miss a penalty and blah blah blah. The manner of that miss is it's stuck and it's stuck in every Evertonian's throat. Lads, I was talking to don't even know walking down from the ground then, and everyone's saying the same. What was he thinking? What was mm. he thinking, mate? He, I think he's seen. I think that's spot on. Front page of the Echo. Do you know yeah. what I mean? His name and lights, mate. You're not. You're not at that level yet, mate. You may as well have just pen anchored there over the bar, do you know what I mean? Honestly, yeah, yeah. it's just... You may as well have gone the whole hog, pen anchored it, because we knew, I think everyone, you, you yourselves, everyone in that ground, every Evertonian in the world knew we were fucking out after that. We were gone. Mm, yeah, You just knew it, mate. mate. You knew it, didn't you? We all knew the pit of our stomachs. And this isn't the fetus or me being raw or anything. You just knew. Soon as that moment went, and I watched them, mate, go back to the halfway line. And, you know, look, I hope he's as devastated as he looked. Um, I don't mm. mean that in a horrendous way, but he must know now he's royally screwed that up. Yeah. You can miss a pen. I'm not asked. You can miss a pen. But, my God, it's a miss like that, mate. But, yeah, right. It was made for Ghana, that pen, mate. It was made for the mm. lad just to come up, just at the corner of the net. Bit of power. That's all yeah. it needed. Bit of yeah. composure. And uh, as soon as that, that miss, mate, that was it. The ground was sucked out. It was gone. It was done. Yeah, um, absolutely, mate. It's very rare that you get penalty shootouts switching. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just switching it in another team's favour when, you, when you've got the momentum. So Pickford yeah. generated all that momentum. And then to lose that momentum with that, and, and then it's Fulham in the ascendancy, you're not getting that momentum back. You're not getting another chance to be out of, in front after that. So it's finished, no. like... No, mate, you're right. You're absolutely right. It, it was it it was gone. It was gone at that point. And I think to every Evertonian, I think we all knew. As soon as that as soon as that as soon as he missed that, oh nana, that was it. It was game set and match, mate. It was done. Um we all knew. It was just waiting, just waiting to get put out of our misery at that point, then mate. Guaranteed. Mm. Um and you're right yeah. when when uh uh Drissa Ghana guy stepped up, you just knew. You just knew, mate, it wasn't going in. Um, mm. And again, it's it's not hindsight. It's not being a Negatonian or anything like that, mate. It's not. <laughs> you just know. You just know with this fucking Ransom club that's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's raw, mate. It's, it's horrible. It's, it it's fucking cool. is, mate. And the thing is, I, I said before the game, this will be a good test for us and for Dice to see if we've still got this glass ceiling over us. Um, is Dice going to get rid of all these fireman type life jacket type you know things that he's being thrown at him can we punch through this and get to a semi-final it's something that we wouldn't expect and 
you look at the form that we've had, 10 wins in the last 14 games, and we put a performance in like that, because it's not even the way... Yet it's horrible to lose on penalties, but in the game, I don't think we deserve to win. Fulham, we're the better team. There's nothing that we've done to, to trouble them, really. So the first 15 minutes, and, and Rev, I'll, I'll come to you on this one, mate, we badly missed Decore's energy because he does set the tone. Like As soon as the game kicks off, he's in their faces, and James Garner was trying to fill in that role, but he always seemed like a yard off to where Decore would be a bit further up. Yeah, I mean, th- this is hindsight. What I'm going to say is that, that this was a game for Dan Juma, I think. Mm. If you've got a, that kind of natural quote on quote number 10, I just think we played with the system too much in the gap. It was Lampard-esque, the gap between the midfield and Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. Um, it was, and then it, it felt for me that it just took forever to change it as as a as a system. We weren't getting anywhere near them. And then I think one of the things we 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 did kind of change as a narrative this evening, although there's probably people will disagree, was was that we kept fighting. We mm. didn't just give in because I've seen us capitulate in those situations, like Beto scores. Um, looking like the informed striker at the moment, Beto, but I don't know if that is because he's a bit of a fireman life belt striker, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. go and get him something. Mm-hmm. Um, just to touch on, on what, what you're about to say, and not, not to harp on too much about the pens, but I think once, you, once you've done the hard work, it's an odds game after that. The odds game is someone's now going to bottle it and miss because you're getting further yeah. and further down. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that, that like, that slow motion moments of silence. I, I remember thinking to myself, well, at least no one's going to be as stupid now to take one of those daft little run-ups and the hop, skip, mm. jump, you know, yeah. star jump, high five, landing like a, you know, a trampoline at, at, you know, at the, at the thing before they actually kicked the ball. And then mm. he, not only did he, he, it was almost like a kind of hold my beer moment. Like it was like, mm. oh, well, you've done that. Watch me roll it straight to your goalkeeper. Um, but yeah, yeah. We, we massively, massively missed the core. Um, it was too. It was too. Uh, there was. There was, there was just something missing. There was something missing, and I think that was the core. And I think, um, not only that, it was the um, the like the energy and the impetus that he brings yeah. wasn't matched by by mm. anyone positionally, um, and I think we looked gassed as well. Like like um, McNeil looked shattered. Harrison looked yeah. shattered, and the lack mm. of depth is, is come back to bite us. I think, and I think it is why. Some of the bigger clubs tend to do better in these competitions because they just they, they start their under twenty ones who are all well drilled, you mm. know, in the first round and they scrape through and then they just slowly integrate first team into the into the league cup sides and we we just haven't got that luxury. Yeah. Um, like look, yeah. look, we're, we're two or three players down and there's already two goalkeepers back on the bench. Mm. So yeah, their bench was ten times better than ours as well, wasn't it? Fulham's to be yeah, fair, yeah, definitely, mate, mm. absolutely. Yeah, that's um I don't know if it was a, a limitation of, of the squad and Dyche physically tonight, um, as you said, being completely knackered or a limitation mentally. Bit of both probably, Paul, I'd say. Um, because the game was incredibly cagey. Um ball went out of play lots of times, very very sloppy passes from both sides actually, but the atmosphere in the ground me felt incredibly dead, especially in the first half. It was like a morgue in there. It's it's you know, John, it was weird, you know, makes um I don't know whether uh, maybe I maybe this isn't what what people are thinking, but I don't know if we thought we well maybe we were overconfident that we were just going to do these because of the form we're in. 
Um, mm. I get a feeling there was a little bit of that. I, I certainly felt confident. Um, and after ten minutes, that and I'm, I, I, I kid you not. After ten minutes, I felt it evaporate out of me. Um, because Fulham just sat in, and we didn't really trouble them. Um, certainly, yeah, all the crosses we were putting in were poor. Um, kind of were running out of ideas in the final third. Um, you know, the passes were overheat, or you know, them crossfield passes from Pickford were constantly going out of play and things like that. Yeah. So. Fulham did Fulham didn't listen, take me hat off to Fulham there. Um some people will say they didn't deserve it or we were crap and whatever. No, I thought they did a good job on us really. Um yeah. up until that better goal, I think we we snatched at a couple of half chances and stuff mm. like that. So yeah, I think mentally wise, I think either we were overconfidence or overconfidence as a crowd as well. Um but Fulham did a good job. Got you know, listen, I think Marco Silva's got our number a little bit. Um yeah. you know, he's come to Goodison twice now. All right, beat us on pens. I know it can go either way, but you know, snatched it in, in, in the Premier League game at Goodison and stuff like that. So they're a decent yep. team, Fulham. <laughs> they're, a de- they're a decent side. And do you know what, mate? I'll, I'll, I'll go on record now again. It's not me being, you know, angry or anything like that after that result, but I think they've got better players. I do. Um, yeah. I think they're a better team, if I'm honest, mate. Um, mm. So yeah, it's a big opportunity missed mentality wise. I don't understand why we couldn't have just threw. Shimiti on. Um I can't I, to be honest, I can't remember who else was on the bench. It was Dobbin on the bench. Um Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple of young lads might have just freshened us up a little bit. Mm. Nothing wrong with that, mate. You know, we could we could have galvanized us a little bit more because it was just it was just wasn't working, was it? Um yeah. and obviously I know we snatched got got the goals to, to take it into penalties, but yeah, there is a there is a mentality thing, mate. I think there's a mentality block, there's a little Little lack of quality there, uh, when we need it the most, and yeah. um, it's just a bitter one, mate. It's just, it's just a bad one, isn't it? It's just um, mm. there's a combination of things that just didn't work tonight, and it's, it's annoying. It's really annoying. Yeah, no, it is, mate. You're right, and and I don't even know. Like as soon as I seen the lineup, for me it was a case of I, I don't trust this at all because it didn't seem like there was any kind of assertiveness or, or certainty to the lineup when we seen it because all right, Michael Keane played fantastic against Burnley, scores a really good goal, great. But Branthwaite is back now. So as soon as Branthwaite is back, you'd say, Mike, you played really well, mate, but you need to sit down again now because he's going back in his position. Like and I pray this is something that I praised Dice for in the Burnley game because he brought Keane in and Godfrey and he played them both in a position where he gave them a good chance to have a good game, fair play. But then what's he doing with Branthwaite? Why shove him to left-back? Because he's arguably your best centre-half this season. So I don't understand that. So I couldn't quite figure out if it was a back five with McNeil playing as a wing-back or we shifted to a back four with Branthwaite at left-back. But then, and again, Branthwaite done really, really well as a makeshift left-back. But again, the goal itself, and, and people can say, look, it's not Keane's fault, whatever, it's unlucky. But how many fucking unlucky, dodgy, fluky, shitty goals is he going to concede? Like, because these are the type of goals last season where we were saying oh, it, it could have been nil nil if it wasn't for that fluke off Michael Keane. I, I'm just, I just don't understand Dice in in this thinking. Yeah, you've had a good game against Burnley, fair enough. You should have sat down again. And I just, as soon as I seen the lineup, Paul, mate, I, I, I knew from the start like something was going to happen. Yeah, it was, uh, it was weird, mate, because. Branthwaite wasn't comfortable out there all game. To be fair, I know, I know he's a he's a he's a top player. He's going to be a brilliant player. Um, 
he wasn't comfortable out there, mate. His distribution wise, when he got, he, obviously there was a lack of overlapping, but when he, he come sort of like to support McNeil and things like that, it, you know, obviously the lads, the lads not cut for, for coming inside and, and knocking a ball into the box. I think he did it maybe once, twice. Yeah. Um, mm. He got into some good positions first half, actually. Um, yeah. But obviously distribution wise, we, we were all over the place to a team, but I, I think you're right about Keane and, you know, I'm not going to dig him out too much, but he made a couple of clangers in the first few minutes and it, it jitters the crowd. Maybe that added to the, you know, yeah, the quietness in the stadium. I don't know. I, I think I'm scratching for stuff here. To be honest, mate, I can't work out the formation now. I, I, mm. I can't understand what the formation was, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I think the combination of Ghana, Ghana Gay and Onan is one that we need to look at again. Um, yeah. And I think Dan Juma could have come on earlier in hindsight. Um, yeah. McNeil was really struggling. I think he was knackered. He was out, he was out mm. on his feet. He could have come off a bit earlier. Um, oh, there's just so much, mate. It, it, honestly, it's it's a big opportunity. Missed this one. Mm. Um, at home to Fulham, you know what I mean? And, and as I say, you know, I think to a man, it, they are a good team. They're, they're probably better than us, but oh, it's just... It's so annoying, mate. Honestly, it, it really is. Um, it is. Yeah. It is annoying. Um, it was there, and and we, as I say, from the from ten minutes in, honestly, a few of the lads at army were saying, "This is looking like it's going to be one of those games," and and it and it mm. ended up like that, didn't it? But yeah. culminated, and we'll go back to over now, and make culminated in that penalty. Do you know what I mean? Um, so when yeah. we do get in it, and we get the penalties, and. We're on it. The the ground was ready to erupt. This could have been a much different podcast. Mate. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, I think again, Everton getting into a position and bottling it as a as a club as a whole doesn't matter. It you can point the fingers at individuals, and Patterson was as much as that fault, if not more, for that goal because he got fucking rinsed by Robinson all all evening. To be honest, but so you can point your fingers here and there, but on the whole, Rev, there's something there with Everton when we get in this position. And I don't know if this has affected Dyche beforehand, and he's because he's got the lineup pretty much spot on for the last six, seven, eight games. Where you're thinking, Do you know what, he's actually doing quite good here, and and you're saying to yourself, maybe I was wrong about his tactical ineptness. Maybe he has got something about him here, and then he does this, and you're thinking to yourself, as the occasion got to him, as the occasion got to the players, I I don't know me, but it's again another situation where Everton just come up short and. In a, in a crucial situation? I think one of the things that kind of really stuck out to me, especially first half, was Fulham had obviously been told to draw the press and play out. Mm. You know, Marco Silva obviously has drilled that Fulham side, and you see them do it anyway. That's kind of a, that's a Fulham way of playing. It's playing out from the back. And there was this yeah. really weird cold war, like this kind of odd standoff between Calvert-Lewin and then kind of nobody, sort of Ghana, sometimes Ghana. Maybe. Yeah. You know, if you're Graham listening here, please buy me a coffee. Um, and uh, th- so they'd clearly been told, draw the press. Mm. Well, our press, our, our king of the press wasn't there. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, it was this yeah. really weird standoff between like Calvert Lewin kind of going, all right, well, I'll run you down and then you'll play it out and then you'll play. It. And it was just weird. Do you know what I mean? It was just really strange to watch that yeah. kind of thing that like neither side seemed to have a kind of a way of. Thinking for themselves in a in a really in a, in that weird way. I mean, they clearly coached yeah. so much that there was no, um, because it wasn't as prevalent as it usually is. I mean, Takora mm. is usually there legging everybody, um, yeah. which which I actually think 
although it would have played into Fulham's plan, it would have played into ours as well. Had had he gone, had he just like pulled one of the Garners, Garners off at half time. Yeah. Um, in hindsight, now that should have been Onana. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and and either put Besso on as the second striker to Calvert Lewin mm. or Dan Juma and, and just gone or, or Dobbin, you know, because Dobbin's like a Jordacell bunny, you just, you know, just watch him go. <laughs> yeah. Listen, leg everything down, just chase everything. Um, mm. And it was second half, we, we came out with a little bit more purpose, but then. It just seemed to fall back into the same rhythm, and then it just seems to be like, well, we've not that big crossfield ball, that big diag. It's not working because it's too windy. Mm. Um, and going forward, if we haven't got a better plan than that, it's a good job we're not going somewhere windy, say like a dockside, you know, <laughs> for a stadium, you know, like ain't that going to be a nightmare? You know, like quick, shut all the doors. We're going to play a diag. Shut the doors. Um, everyone like tying scarves together and filling the gaps. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and of course the other major downfall which I've pointed out a couple of times is my father has been at the only two mm. penalty shootouts that Everton have won. He's never seen us lose one. He's only been to two. We've won them both. He should just be on call for every cup game. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Get him on standby just in case. Is it, is it me or did that game have the same kind of feel as the Leicester game where Bain scored his last goal for yeah. us? Where he actually yeah. Thundered that, that, yeah. that ball into the park and the next time. Yeah. It Definitely. felt like that. Yeah. Like we, we, we had a lifeline and I thought, now's the time. And then great big Belgium midfielder mm. sees his name in lights before he actually gets the job done. Yeah, there's something about Belgians playing for us, mate, and, and doing something stupid <laughs> at a crucial time, it really is. Usually uh, around, around penalties, because if you remember, it was it was Lukaku that dragged the ball off Baines in the semi-final against United. Yeah, absolutely. Spot yeah. I, didn't, I didn't sob on my way out of Wembley. You did. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> mate. Yeah, it's just a stupid... And again, going back to the shape a little bit as well, because that the goal for this first goal... Robinson absolutely blitzes Patterson on the overlap, and it, and it's a few times he done that. Like so, it, it's either you know the team aren't shifting enough quickly to deal with the overlap, or Patterson's clocking it on too late and and he's playing catch up. Like which is it? Because you can't have both. So it's like if Patterson doesn't know what formation he is and he doesn't know he's supposed to come in and if he's supposed to get to the overlap, then you need to be screaming at Dice saying, "Who the fuck's got him?" Like, Who's my what, man? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so that happened, and then you know you're chasing it from then. But even in in the second half, Paul, it's like we tried to up the ante a little bit, but then even that was lackluster. There was nothing. We didn't throw the kitchen sink at them at all. No, mate, not at all. And they're spot on. Maybe come out for five minutes of you know because obviously the crowd are up a little bit. You know, come on, let's let's do this. And after five minutes, it was it was straight back to what the first half was, which was just yeah. literally. You know, hopeless balls, really poor crosses, um, poor corners and things like that. And, the, and it went quiet again. Um, mm. I, I don't understand why. I Burnley was known for the two up top, wasn't he? Dice like a real rigid yeah. four four two. Mm. That was a game possibly for for two big lads up front. All right, he was going to yep. take Calvert Lewin off. Take you know Garner Gay off Calvert Lewin. Bring. Beto and Chimisi on. I don't know. Just yeah. do something to lift the. There's no way an Everton manager's playing for pens, mate. I'm not having that all day long. Mm. Fucking yeah. Do you know what I mean? You 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 one nil down. 
like they well, sneak a goal here, we'll go to pens. Just mm. get some young lads on. I'm not I'm not bothered at this point. Just lift yeah. the crowd, get some energy in the team, fire up the crowd and let's go. Do you know what I mean? Um mm. but there was none honestly, of that. I don't... Honestly, I think if you'd have put better on at half time for one of the midfielders, then that also gives a kind of it gives fluidity within the second half to go, right, this hasn't worked either. Pull Calvert Lewin and get Dan Jumer on in the hole behind Beto. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Them to leg everyone down, and yeah. you know he's going. Uh, I think I feel like you're trusting this a little bit too much. Um, yeah. yeah, there was then... no legs, mate. There was no legs in that midfield at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they were all like sort of running into each other, and the passion again was poor. It was just the bad. Like you don't want to do them too much after the good run we've been on. But honestly, I think on Daisha on this one should have just injected something into that team it needed yeah. something you can get behind a young lad can't you get a Dobbin on even Chimitty throw him mm. up front with Beto and let's just yeah. balls in the box old school let's do it are, are, you, are you telling me at, at, at half time if, if one of the midfielders had been pulled and Beto was coming on that the, the street end wouldn't have been buzzing with the idea that it's 4 4 2 this is yeah. this is it. Like the, we're going to have two big lads, and if we're going to try and hook these balls up front, we're de- we're definitely going to win them because then you could have that. Um, oh, who's their centre after had Calvert Lewin in his to- back pocket? Tossing other other a buyer. Yeah, yeah. tossing yeah. him. Like he either had no idea who to mark. Then yeah, he'd have been stuck with two of them, and then 100%. one of them would have been played. I mean, it's dead easy for me sat in my armchair, you know, at, like saying this is what you should do, but you know, that's what no, you're right. You're right, it yep. needed it. It needed it. You're right. Calvert Lewin, the last, I don't know, the last couple of games looks a little bit out. I don't know if he's carrying a bit of an injury. He looked, looked laboured. You know, I know the team struggled, but he, he did particularly look a little bit out on his feet, Calvert Lewin. Yeah. So, uh, half time would have been ideal, you know, and then a little bit later on, get Chimitty on, but, you know, just some legs and give us mm. a boost because the crowds were at that point, we were just on our arse, really. Um, yeah. You know the whole yeah, man, just folly, yeah. Can I can I throw a question to you, the host, John? Where, mate? <laughs> um, and and to both of you, actually. You know that ball across the six yard that everybody ignored. Everybody mm. ignored. What <laughs> what was that? Time stood still for me. Then I was just like, <gasps> and and it, it got it got to it got to decode over and he fluffed it. Um, yeah. Oh, and what? Yeah. Did it, did anybody else think that's it? Here we go. We're out. We're done. Everybody Absolutely. stopped. Everybody was stopped. The, was, was after was we scored, block, there was, was, yeah, yeah, was there was the just block? like a five-minute yeah, yeah. period of just like no rules, footy foul and footy where it just went mad and everyone was just legging round. It was almost like, like, like someone had started controlling them with like FIFA, like on FIFA or something, and they were just all <laughs> legging in the wrong direction. I was just like, oh no, we've just done all the hard work. Yeah, yeah, it was weird that one, and it? it literally all of a sudden Fulham were all over us, and we were just like. Giving the ball away, just yeah, but that mm. one was weird. That means it came across, and obviously, it was the other end of the ground to me at the park end. And so I've just seen a block, and I was like, God, Jesus, what's going on? Yeah. Um, ah, oh, do you know what? Honestly, lads, he could have done a bit more dice there at just getting some subs on. I don't know what it is with the subs, like it's uh, mm. it, that is a bit of a piss off. Just bring a few few subs on, please. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, as well, when you talk about their you know, swarming us. It seems to be a recurring theme. This every team that we play against knows our weakness is right back at the moment. Whether it's fucking Ashley Young clearly is a weakness. Patterson was shite today. He got a decent rating on Fortmore. I don't know what they, what game they were watching, but 
they targeted Fulham target the wings. We know Marco Silva likes to get his fullbacks really, really high. So they just outnumbered us on either side. They knew they couldn't do it to Branthwaite. They tried, but they couldn't get past. But Patterson got absolutely legged everywhere in the overlap every single time. And they were just pulling it back, pulling it back, pulling it back. And eventually you're thinking one of these is going to go in. They pull it back on the penalty spot. It's going to go in eventually. You've just got to stop that from happening. But again, mate, you know, they, they were looking at the lineup before the games kicked off and thinking, but they're playing three centre halves and two holding midfielders. What are they doing? I know. Unreal, that, John, you know. That was unreal. I know we're down to the bare bones numbers wise, but this is where you can think, right? Again, get the ground, get the crowd on side and let's, you know, put a chimney up front with Calvin. I don't know. There's gotta be a bit more that we've got there. Than, than what was on display tonight. And I know we're on a, a winning streak and there's confidence and but you know, you're at home in the cup quarter final, just go for it, mate. Just mm. let the shackles off a bit and let things yeah. go. Who knows? We might have scored early. And you know, it's all hindsight, isn't it? And I get that, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just devastating. There's just there's more we, that could have been done. Um mm. you can say that about any defeat, can't we, whether it's cup league, whatever. But yeah. this one is painful because we looked clueless mm-hmm. we looked clueless yeah. the whole game didn't we to be fair yeah um, I, I don't know yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know like because I, when the game kicked off I was thinking alright is he playing this back five thing that we saw at Burnley which worked quite well to an extent and, and it fluidly switched to a back four at times but then you're thinking is it a back five is it a back four with just Brantley playing left back but if that's the case why you can't just accommodate Keane and not Branthwaite. Branthwaite's your best sense at all. Put him in, put fucking Godfrey left back if that's the case. You know, because I, I, nobody knows what's going on. And it clearly showed for their goal because Patterson didn't know what's going on. And you're thinking, you're right, mate. You know, in hindsight, we can sit here and, and point the finger at whatever. But it's just a smack back down to earth, isn't it? You know, we, we've been on a good run of form. And it's like, oh, well, there we go. This, This is... This is this where we're at. Like we just got to settle for this now because we're never going to get, you know. It just wasn't our night, was it? Just wasn't our night, mate. Well, but saying that, it could have been. Do you know what I mean? It really could have been because you know I think it just needed an injection of something. Um, I don't mind a kid getting through in. I know some people go, "Oh, you can't throw a kid in, can't put him in." Oh, don't play him. But sometimes it needs just a little something like that where a Dobbin or someone. You know, all right, we've got injuries. Well, let's get behind this kid and let's yeah. let's get the team going. And you know, we can all buy into that. Um, mm. It's just need it needed something, mate. And there was a combination of things that was that was wrong. Um, but you know, we could have could have I don't know eradicated a lot of the negativity with just a few few lads coming in, fresh legs, an injection of a bit of pace. Um, I don't know, mate. Just, just something to lift that crowd and get us back in in that game earlier. Because yeah. I think if we had us done that a bit earlier, maybe we could we could have snuck that second goal. Um, yeah. And we'd all be forgetting about all the other crap that's happened in the rest of the game. But mm. in true Everton fashion, mate, we were our own worst enemy, probably, and uh, <laughs> ended in the worst <laughs> penalty I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. Shocking. I, Go ahead, I think as well, one of the things that I, I've seen and I'm not digging him out because he played fantastic um, against Burnley, which I think is probably really, again, not digging him out. I think he's probably his level of that kind of championship. He'd be a, he'd be a dynamite centre-half in the championship, Michael King. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, I've just seen 
one too many times. We're beating on the overlap, and he goes to mark the near the near post. But he does it in such a way where he's kind of between the devil and the deep blue sea. Yeah. And I think most of his own goals have come from those deflections where he's marking the near post, and it just beats yeah. pick. It's one of those, it, it like a pinball. It goes into the box, and then if it hits anybody, it's going anywhere. Yeah, most of the time, though, when it hits him, it goes into the back of the onion bag. And I've just seen, I think <laughs> he, he must be way up there on our own goals list. Him, <laughs> oh, mate, like so yeah. many. On goal. And again, I'm not digging him out because he clearly hasn't been coached out of him. Listen, stop mm. doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I'd either go, go for the ball and leave the space because you're marking nobody, mm. or not quite as tight to the near post, or or or. or I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. um, that that's that's slightly beyond my tactical awareness. Do you know what I mean? But it's, I've mm. just seen it times, and every time a ball comes in, I, I wince because I think you're going to be in the wrong place. <laughs> and I know you're, you're going to yeah. be in the wrong place. And absolutely, uh, he just does it at crucial times. He does it at crucial yeah. times. That's that's the problem. Yes, yeah. he does it at the most crucial of times. I remember yep. when we needed to win against Norwich in the league a couple of seasons ago. He hit an own goal, exactly mm. what Bev's just described. Yeah, exactly the mate. same. Yep. <laughs> Which is again oh. why I, I don't understand why you would accommodate, you know, him over Brantwaite. Why not accommodate Brantwaite and, and put Keane fucking right back or left back? And if you want to play Keane that badly, you've got to accommodate Brantwaite first because he's been fucking outstanding. And he again, he was outstanding tonight. He's, the shoulder to shoulder challenges that he does, you're not beating him. He's outstanding and he's got the pace to cope. And every time he goes for the header or a tackle, he does it with such conviction and consistency that you know he's going to come out of it. And if he doesn't come out of it, you know what his commitment to the cause is going to be anyway. Keane has got this indecisiveness about him when he's defending that he hasn't got when he's attacking. It's really weird. Like, just why are you so indecisive about where to be in this, that, and the other in a dice system where you're clearly going to be well coached? So, I, I, you're right, Rev. You're spot on. If it's if it's a yard this way or that way, why isn't Dice saying, "Mate, you need to be there or there"? And well, our, our current silent partner, Chicago Dave's, just said it's a body shape thing, and I'm going to trust him because I know he's a very good coach. Um, <laughs> and, and, and 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 I and I feel so so very sorry for the side that he's coaching tonight because they are absolutely getting it in the neck. There's going to be just like two hours, three hours of bleed tests. Um, <laughs> no. But the the other the other thing is like I don't why would you kind of like you, you talk about not changing a winning system yeah mm. so why then did we why did we not just stick with it like you either have to be brave and go really sorry Jared but this worked last time I was two or three yep. days ago and I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna rest you for tonight and we're gonna and yep. and, and you know we'll talk again for the league mm. and uh, because Michael Keane looks a lot better when he's the, like the back end of that back three when all he's yep. really got to do is collect it off. Pickford and kind of distribute it out wide mm. or nod everything away, get that great big cow's head behind it and just bang, <laughs> smash it straight back forward. Yeah. And they, they, they looked all kind of out of sync with each other. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They looked out of sync with each other. And, and either you go, like you say to Godfrey, listen, you played great last game. And it also covers that right back thing for pace, which Keane hasn't got. We know yeah. he hasn't got. Pace. He's 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 got some incredible attributes, Michael Keane. Let's let's not be too pejorative to the lad. He has got mm. some good attributes. Pace is not one of those things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like pace is not one of his attributes at all. Whereas mm. Ben Godfrey is built like a championship boxer, 
and can <laughs> run. Like he's he's just an athlete, isn't he, Godfrey? He's got yeah. pace. Mm. And if one of them was gonna stay in, maybe it should have been Godfrey for the pace. And yeah. and you know, you, you slide Tarkowski back into the middle and you put Brantwaite. It just it it didn't work. Especially mm. without the core leading that leading the press, it didn't work. Yeah. Um, because he's clearly the press trigger and he goes and then everyone it's like yeah. it, it's almost like seeing dominoes fall. It's beautiful when you see it working yeah. properly. And yeah, tonight it was just this weird kind of I don't think we really I'd love to see their average positions. Because mm. it looked like honestly for, for chunks of the game, it just looked like a schoolyard match that could have been played inside the phone box with just everyone yeah. legging after the ball. Absolutely. <laughs> no one there at all. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a bit all over the place actually. It it really was. And and again, this this is down to Dice not being having a, a clear picture and, and delivering those instructions before the game. Like I think he's just going to be ruthless, as you said. You say one or the other, that's it. Because both of them played well, fair enough, against Burnley, Godfrey and Keane. But you can't... If you want to play both of them, fucking drop Tarkowski then. You know what I mean? I, I, I just don't... I don't understand it. Drop Tarkowski. You can't play Godfrey, Keane and Branthwaite, and Branthwaite's the one that has to play out of position. I, I, I just don't understand. So... Dice again, maybe the occasion got to him and he wasn't ruthless enough. I don't know. Also, going back to your point about the Decore role, James Garner can't play the number 10. I, he just can't. He's very good, and don't get me wrong, but he has he's not close enough to Calvert Lewin to that to that extent, as you pointed out. And what he's good at is picking the ball up in the midfield and playing it through the lines up to that number 10 role to Decore or whatever. And then we can get the ball moving from there. But when he's when he's in the number 10 role, He's either too far away from Calvert-Lewin that he's just not helping, or he picks the ball up on his back towards goal and he's got to pass it out wide somehow. So you're not getting the benefit of him. He's also, I don't think, got the height or upper body strength to fill that role in the way that we need. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and and it was it was that the gap was so apparent. There was a couple of balls, especially early doors from Tarkowski, where he would be driving it hard and low, to where Decore would just naturally just pop up and pick the ball up and yeah. then farming out wide. And they were just going straight to a centre-half or a full-back. And it was like, yeah. what are you doing? You never normally do that. And then you think, well, that's because instinctually you're, you're expecting Dukes to be up there and to pick the ball mm-hmm. up. And Garner was just too far deep, which is his natural role, which again yeah. is why I'm I'm sat here going, why wasn't Dan Juman introduced as a number 10? Why was he just thrown out wide when we have Dobbin on the bench as well? Yeah. like they, I think that the, the problems that we had were all solvable. Like what Paul's saying from the bench, you know, the mm. problems that we had in the game could have been solved from the bench. Not all of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not all of them, but at least some of them could have been solved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is Dyson's stubbornness, though, as well, lads, isn't it? A little bit. He, he, mm. he, you know, I know we've been riding the crest of a wave here and, and all buzzing off the run, and it's been brilliant. But he, he is stubborn. He is a stubborn manager. Mm. Um, you're bringing players on far too late. I mean... Dan Juma was ideal to come in there sitting behind the striker if he wasn't going to go too up top and just does it too late. Do you know what I mean? Mm, um, yeah. And literally when the game's running away, thinking, oh, I better bring someone in here. There's <laughs> only five minutes to go. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's, he, he is a stubborn manager. And I, and I get what everyone said in the, in the group chats and stuff like that about, well, no, you don't want to, you know, change things too much and disrupt it. But in a cup game, you've got yeah. to, it's a one-off game, innit? Yeah, it's absolutely. not a league game. It's a one-off mm. game. Throw caution to the wind. Get lads on the pitch with some energy and just go for it, will you? Yep, 
It's not. It's not as if you can build momentum as the game goes on, and and you've got extra time to to get into that momentum, get into your stride. It goes straight to pens, and notoriously we're gonna fucking bottle it on pens anyway. So you've got to do something. Harrison tried to have a little go. I'll 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 mention him as well because he he did try to have a couple of shots outside the box, but he had that many players in front of him. He was never gonna get one on target. To be fair, um, but at least he tried. I thought he was gonna maybe start with him in the number ten, but that didn't happen. Yeah, I, I just don't understand. Like Dice, as I said, you know, we, we looked at I looked at the lineup anyway, and and thought to myself, I'm a bit confused as to what's going on here. So, yeah, it's disappointing all round. Really is considering we we haven't won that cup. Um, it's a perfect opportunity. I don't know. It's just one of them where you. It's just hard to take. Maybe it'll feel better tomorrow. I don't know. Probably not. But I'm firmly back in the dice out camp now after this, telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm just bitter. I'm just bitter. Um, no, mate, it's it. It is. It's because it, it's so typical of Everton, isn't it? It is. You know, let's be honest, it is. Typical the way we, we exit cup competitions, we limp out or go out on pens. You know what I mean? Um, Reminds me of that QPR game so about two years ago. Oh, QPR yeah. on pens. Another horrendous game. Yeah. Absolutely appalling, mate. And at home, on the back of a load of wins, confidence running through the squad, mm. you know, that performance is disappointing. Um, I say we don't want to we don't want to batter them too much, but it's just disappointing. It, mm. You could have done, you could have gone for that there. Fulham brought about 500 fans up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking pitiful club. But <laughs> they, they've invested wisely, mate. That Pelina, I'll just say one thing on they got that lad in midfield, Pelina. Yeah. Quietly goes about his business, you know, mate. He's brilliant. Um, he's a player in, mate. Um I think he, he had a, a move to Bayern Munich breakdown in the summer, didn't he? But he can yeah. be why. He mm. is a big lad. Doesn't have to go in too too he just drifts around that midfield. He's brilliant. Um yeah. and you know, we just sat. Okay, we do that thing where we sit, but Oh, there's just not there's not a name, mate. You know, that, it is the, what it is. The sit and thing only works if you can hit them on the counter, which we, you need someone who's pressing, you need someone who's triggering that press, and mm, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and, and then it, you, you can only sit deep so long with such a gap between the midfield and the, and the forward before eventually it's just going to yeah. collapse around. Yeah, that's, that's there was a not big ask. No, no it's a big ask of Calvert Lewin to, to do that because that, that lad at the back, tossing Arrow the Bio, whatever his name is, he, he just added. He had Calvin Lewin in his back pocket all game, yeah. so it was clear he needed a bit of help. Um, him and Calvin Bassey at the back were just outstanding. But yeah, two big yeah. lads around there. Yeah, it's just just disappointing. Now we're on to Spurs in the league, and um, you know, I don't know, just to crash back down to earth. You know, Dice has got us out of trouble in tremendous fashion, but it's just a wasted opportunity. I can't, I can't help but be incredibly bitter about it because. Yeah, he's got us out of trouble, but does it stop there? Like, is this his limitation now? Like, are we... Yeah, I don't know. Because then you're going to come back to all these questions in the summer saying, right, this is as far as he can take us. And this doesn't help his cause, do you know what I mean? If he's trying to get that new deal, it doesn't help. So, yeah, I don't know. Very disappointing. Back onto Spurs, anyway, next game in, in the league. So, yeah. Any final thoughts, gents? You just summed it up there, mate, haven't you? It's disappointing. It's it hurts. It's disappointing. And I and I get people saying, look, no, don't let this just 
destroyed the the win and run we've been on and stuff like that. But it just hurts. It's it's you know you're you're the fan. We hurt. We get home, smash a few things, wake up tomorrow, <laughs> look forward to the Spurs game. That's how it goes, isn't it? That's the cycle we all yeah. end up in. But, you know, we'll Absolutely. eat tomorrow. Such and such is fifth or Saturday, and then you start looking at Saturday then. But <laughs> it's just, yeah. A, yeah, mate, it, it, it's disappointing. You know, everybody, everybody is disappointed and probably not that surprised <laughs> when you sit and think about it. But, mm. um... Yeah, we've just missed an opportunity there, mate. There was a feeling, wasn't it? There was a feeling we were going to do something in that. And uh, it's gone. So we move on yeah. or we dwell on it. But Bears next and let's uh, let's go there and give them a game, mate. Come on. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'll leave you with I think someone should give the season ticket up to me, Dad, every time a game could possibly be. <laughs> yeah. Be looking down. <laughs> I'd gladly <laughs> give him mine, mate, now. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Now. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Onana, sell them in January. Don't care. Um, but yeah, boys, <laughs> thanks for your time as always. Absolute pleasure, and uh, we'll catch you. Evan, we. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Evan Army podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with all your blue friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we build this thing up. You can also catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW Podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss with us, you can reach us via email at eawpodcast at gmail.com.